You're listening to Side Hustle While Serving, the podcast that teaches you actionable steps from launch to profitability with your side hustle while serving. We dive into our sisters and brothers' journeys to give you the confidence and tools to do the same. Without further ado, let's get started. We are back at it for episode three. So today on the show, we have a woman who truly epitomizes the theme of this podcast, Side Hustle While Serving. And her name is Sergeant Gary, a.k.a. Tila. So T is an active guard recruiter who teaches at colleges part-time for her side hustle. And when I was thinking of this podcast, I knew I would have to get Tila in the guest chair because ever since I've known her, she's juggled some sort of side hustle. But teaching is her constant, so that's the one that we'll focus on today. How many of you have ever thought, let me just pick something to get this college degree in since the military is paying for it. Or I won't need this in the civilian world anyway. That's not the type of job that I'm going to do. Well, today's episode just might make you rethink that. Today, she'll get into how she took that leap after some info from her mom. How focusing on search is not a mandatory move for new college teachers. Some different revenue streams a teacher has access to. And then lastly, some resources that she recommends. All righty. So, Tila, ever since I've known you, you've had a side hustle or some other revenue stream. Like, I remember when we first met, you were working like a bedside hospice thing for a few years. And like now you're selling life insurance and hour, you know, the luxury hour through Lux Lens and such, all while pursuing a freaking doctorate degree. Girl, you're such a hard charger. It's crazy. But I want to know how you go from being a med tech to college teaching. Like, walk us through that transition. Okay, so being in the Air Force, being a med tech, they give you so much like on the job, like hands on, you know, great opportunities. So while I was doing it, I was like, I really like working in a hospital, but I don't want to do the hands on portion. Like I just want to manage everything. So I was talking to some of the managers there and it was like a degree to look into is called healthcare management. So from mm-hmm. there, I started going to college, the, the Air Force. Um, they pay for my bachelor's in healthcare management, and then I received a master's in healthcare administration. So I've pretty much been in school majority of my career. You have, girl, because you're still in, in school right now, right? Yes. It's yeah, never it's ending. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had the motivation to get back, like to finish my master's, but I cannot find that motivation and, you know, I will find anything else to do. I'm like, Ooh, can I take a professional development or can I (laughs) start this podcast or anything? But all right. Did you always know, you know, this was something that you wanted to do like early on or was this after that conversation that you had with the people at the hospital, was that where you kind of found the motivation? Well, my mother was teaching. And so my mother's been teaching for a long time now. She was just like, I know that right now that you can't really use your degree because you're, you know, you're in the military right now, but why don't you think about teaching college level? They want to, those students, they want to learn your experience with the -the on-the-job training and you have a lot of that to give. So I was like, okay, let me think about that. So she was the one that actually got me started with, um, as far as teaching at the college level. Okay. I love that you have your mom as like, you know, your inspiration and really a mentor, I'm sure, through the process. So that has to be like a really cool piece of your relationship. That's really, really, really cool. Um, so work can be demanding, you know, as, us as military members from managing or thinking of our PT tests and managing people and programs and all these different things that we have to kind of keep up with and juggle. And I'm sure for you, you know, finding new recruits as being a recruiter. 
So how do you make sure that you stand out and basically produce your best work in the military and within your side hustle? How do you juggle it all? Being a recruiter, I am competitive. To me, as somebody, they got recruiter of the quarter. I'm like, oh, no, I got to work harder. Like, no, you you can't outdo me out here. You know, and they were like, oh, I'm not really competitive. I'm like, I'm competitive. So my um, old boss who used to talk to me and stuff. He was like, they ain't no better recruiter than you. And I'm like, you're right. They're not. Uh-uh. Let's, let's, let's get this started. So I just was like, you know what? Nobody going to outdo me. The past couple of years since I've been in the, the Air National Guard's recruiter, I've been like recruiter of the, the year. Because I'm like, you're not going to put in more people than me. And that's how I do it. And I've just been keeping the calendar. And plus, I like doing a good job. As long as you're doing a good job, and it gives you the flexibility to run your business. No one has to call you and be like, where? Sergeant Gary, you running behind and go. That's not going to happen. So for me, my motivating factor is make sure I do well in military. That way I can do what I want in my off time. No, that makes perfect sense. So basically that that leftover time that you have, um, just making sure that you kind of stay ahead. Um, so that's got to be a nice, you know, AFS or career field to kind of be in right now to really have a unique advantage to say, hey, I can get ahead as long as I have this many recruits already recruited. And that's this many things lined up. I have this X amount of time kind of left over to really play with. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's, just, no, it's awesome. always staying ahead. Like, you know, so that's the best thing you're recruiting. Recruit ahead and no one would never call you talking about where are the people. No, that's freaking fantastic. So when you started out, did you focus more on getting certs or, you know, working as a teacher's aide or kind of along someone or did you just hop right in? Oh, no, I just hop into things like if if I say I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it. And if I make mistakes, I'm going to make mistakes on the way. So I didn't get any certifications. Like I just made sure that I got my degrees out of the way first. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, OK, I wanted to teach bachelor level classes so I'm like yeah I need my master's you can't you can't teach those level classes without you know having your master's your graduate degree mm-hmm. no, that makes perfect sense and honestly I'm sure there are others who have degrees you know throughout these different branches with the military paying for us to go to school so it's probably a lot of people that have degrees within the job that they're actually operating in, you know, like your IT person is probably an IT person currently working in the military or just like you, you know, a med technician who has got a degree in some kind of medical arena or like the diet therapy tech that, you know, has a dietetics degree or whatever the case may be. Um, So if someone already has a degree within that area or they're, you know, kind of really close to it while serving, how would they go about getting started? Is it just a matter of, you know, doing your resume? You know what? Everything is like who you know. And I, I just hate to say it like that. You just you need to make connections and you need to make sure you have a good resume. So if you want to do like the teaching and online teaching, then you need to find someone in your career field at that college or somebody that you can reach out to and start making connections. Like I've gotten people opportunities where the colleges I worked at and they were just like, hey, I, I have a great person. I think you need to look at them. Networking gets you in doors that, you know, you just putting a resume out there can't. Mm. And I think we hear that a lot about the civilian community, for sure. I mean, I guess sometimes within the military as well, kind of who you know can really take you a lot further than what you really have um, kind of within your records or with on your resume. Yes. Okay, so people need to get connected with you. If that's something that they're interested in, they need to hit you up. Hey. Yeah, you can hit me up. I don't mind if I can help you or point you in the right direction of, you know, people to talk to and stuff. 
Like, definitely. Like, I, I don't mind at all. Like, I've gotten people in. I'm not the guru of everything, but if I can help you, and even reaching out to my mother, because she's well-connected. Like, I'm in the healthcare management field, but my mom, she's in the information technology field. So if it's people who have those type of degrees, I know my mother know, like, hey, they hiring at this college I teach at. Um, tell them to send me their resume. I'll plug it in. Like, I freaking love that with your mom. That's so freaking dope. Okay. It's all about who you know and networking. It's, you know, you tell people what you want to get into. And that person may not be in particular be able to help you. But a lot of times people know people and they don't mind connecting like, with different things and not looking for money and stuff. And that's the thing that's where, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like it's sowing a seed, if that makes any sense. So if Absolutely. I sow the seed into you, then, you know, sow seed to somebody else where you putting somebody else on. Absolutely. And that's what it's about. Interesting. So what you said that this is super random, but that just made me think of Clubhouse. So if you're not familiar with Clubhouse, it's an app that is an audio only invitation based social media app where people chat about all different topics like music, social injustice, you know, topics catered to veterans and social media gurus and almost anything that you can think of is on there. It's there. Like even if you're like into music and you want to hear someone like singing for a little bit, you know, for like a DJ type of hour that is available on there as well. But my point is on Clubhouse throughout the day, every single day, people are just over delivering and just giving so much free game free of charge. So when Tila brought up the point of basically doing stuff for the right reasons, you know, knowing that you are giving out information or connecting someone with the right person solely because, you know, I'm just planting the seed, right? You know, somebody did a good thing for me. So now I want to share and do the same thing. That is what just reminds me of Clubhouse. Because to me, I feel like it's exactly that. All the many various people that just get in there and they just give out free information. They just sit on a panel just to answer a ton of people's questions who are so inquisitive on all these different things. Like I've been sitting in a bunch of rooms about podcasts, you know, because that's my interest right now. And it has been so cool. But yes, I just went on a little tangent. But yes, I am. I love Clubhouse. No, Clubhouse is amazing too. I I'm so glad that you got me plugged on. Oh my gosh. Right. It's incredible. <laughs> the rooms in there are so interesting, right? Like I try not to binge it. Like I I don't even watch TV like that no more. I just want to be on Clubhouse and you know, listen to audiobooks, just really just consuming, consuming, consuming. But now I have to kind of be careful with it because I feel like I'm not implementing anything. I'm just like consuming every single day. Like, ooh, that is interesting information. Oh, ooh, let me ask about this or let me ask about that. And then I'm doing nothing with you know, what I actually just gained. So I'm like, okay, you were in a room for two hours last night and then you fell asleep in the other one the following night. Man, you need to take a pause. You need to step back for a second and figure out what type of notes you took and what you can actually implement from this like today. Like, you know. I feel like a lot of times I'm at information overload. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I got all this information and then I'm not doing nothing with it. And that's why now I just say, Tila, take a step back write down the things that you're trying to do and then implement those couple of things because you'll get on burnout mode. Like you not accomplish anything. Like you know what to do, but you haven't started. Like you mm-hmm. haven't done anything. And so like they always said, work without action is fruitless. So if you. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that for sure. So let's transition into the financial side of the house. So what advice would you get, would you give someone trying to pursue this as a side hustle? Like, could this be their primary stream while they're in the military? Yes, they, you can, as long as you're just making sure that you stay on top of stuff because you're teaching, especially online. Like You just need to make sure that you have open communication with your students, have office hours, even though 
it's not office hours where somebody comes and sit in your office, but you need to have time available where those students can reach out to you to ask questions about things. You know, a lot of times they may have like, well, hey, I don't know how to do this. Can you go into more detail? You just need to make sure that you just schedule that time in and it, it can work out for you as long mm -hmm. as you're on top of it. Because at the end of the day, you know, these students are paying for their education. So like nobody wants someone, you know, instructor where they feel like they don't, instructor doesn't care or they're not really replying back to emails. And I've been in those shoes where I had an instructor, I emailed on a Tuesday and they didn't email me back to like Friday or Saturday. Mm. You know, whatever question I had, I'm pretty sure I figured it out by then. Right. It's like we pay any, these colleges all this money. Sir, I need you available the next the next <laughs> duty day. Please and thank you. Yeah. So, yes, you need to be available and ask a question. Mm. You know, when I go to bed at night, I try to scan through emails right quick. You know, make sure that nobody hasn't sent an email and just making sure that, you know, hey, no one asking the question because they do rate you at the end of your term. You know, that's how schools know to keep you or not. So if you got all these bad ratings by your students and stuff, the, the school will have some questions on, like, should I renew this person's contract? Like, what's really going on here? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So I think when most of us think of teachers, you know, we know that teachers, especially when you think of like all that they've done through this pandemic, and this isn't necessarily at a collegiate level, but just period, teachers are incredible. Like the level of patience that they have, the ability to teach someone, you know, the skills that they need kind of from A to Z. Like it's it's incredible truly what teachers do. You know, sometimes the conversation is always like teachers don't get paid for what they necessarily deserve. So if someone did end up going down this lane and decided to be a teacher, what are some other different revenue streams a teacher could be thinking of to supplement or kind of add to the Rolodex of income that they're getting from being a teacher? Um, you could also think about tutoring. Um, that's definitely very profitable. They, uh, especially if you're good in math, like if you're great in algebra and and those type of things, like oh my gosh, like that's not really my forte. But tutoring is one where you can actually make really good money. And I'm talking about like you know fifty dollars an hour, you know, sitting with somebody. So that's another stream. Doing. I'm going on committees. If a lot of times too, schools they want like your expertise. Let me say, if you if you're good and I'll just put IT out there, like you're really good with that. Like they want to know like what's going on in the field, so you can you know offer your knowledge on that and be on their committee. And so that's another way. You know, if you want to get started right away, because that getting the joining a committee can take some time. Tutoring is definitely like you can start tomorrow, really. And just to be honest with you, the only thing you got to do is just look up different tutoring agencies online and you can really start tomorrow. Mm, so you're saying even if a person didn't go down a lane of committing the time to being a teacher, they can become a tutor? Yes. Interesting. No, that's something really, really good to be thinking about, honestly. Um, you know, whether you're getting on Thumbtack or any of these like other little sites to be able to look up something like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Tutoring is where it's at. Like, I mean, you can get paid $50 to $100 an hour, just with, depending on what level, like obviously like master's level, then they're going to pay more for your services. But, you know, for bachelor's, probably like $50 an hour, but you can really make good money just by tutoring. And and I'm talking about just setting aside a couple of days out of the week and you're logging on, whether it's to Zoom or, you know, whatever platform they have for you to do it on. And you can make money, like great money doing that. And basically the only prereq that you need to have is your degree. Just be able to basically yes. show that you have your degree. Yes. 
No, that's freaking off. Because like I said, I know, I'm sure there's a ton of people educated in so many different things where they just kind of have these skills that they're sitting on where they could be teaching somebody else at and making, you know, kind of turn it into a revenue stream. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Tutoring, like if you really want to start like that online teaching, that could take a little bit. But if you like, man, I want to start tomorrow, go online and look at those agencies and, and start tutoring first. Like if you start tutoring first, you can use that on your resume too. Like, hey, you have worked with students and mm-hmm. you can use, you know, your experience doing that. And colleges look when they're trying to hire you, they can look at that like, OK, well, this person does have experience with students and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's great to know. So you can, you know, far as on your resume, you can put your experience, like what you've been doing, because me, my experience is more so medical. So I have a lot of medical experience on my resume and I did a couple of tutoring things. I made sure I included that. But yeah. And then it's like all who, you know, like that's the name of the game here. And, you know, I've been blessed and favored because even though I know my mother, she wasn't the one that got me into Brian and Stratton when I was going to the classroom. That was just me, you know, going up networking. And I, I'm not afraid to network. I'll go to your college and be like, who's the dean? Can I talk to him? Can I set up an appointment? <laughs> that would <laughs> like, be you. So I'm saying, so everybody may not could do that, you know, but to me, if you want to get in the door, I'm calling the dean. Can I set up an appointment? You know, when, when are they available when I can start speaking with them? Mm-hmm. See, that sounds real good to somebody like me. And I'll be like, hey, how y'all doing? Can I get an appointment with the dean? And then I get in there in the dean's office and I fold because I'm so damn nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You it sounds real good on paper, but then when you get in real life, I don't know. I get nervous for no damn reason. It's- I mean, being a recruiter kind of got me over that because at the end of the day, if I'm not, what does it say? What they always used to tell me at first, at first, and then ask questions later. So mm-hmm. I go, I at first on it. And then they're like, man, you weren't supposed to do that. Okay. Well, I know now not to do it no more. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta put yourself out there. Like if you don't know anybody at the schools and you want to teach there, Set up an appointment with the dean. They don't know what you're talking to them about. So tell them that you're a student and you want to see how their program is. And then when you finally meet with the dean, you start saying, well, hey, you know. <laughs> Ma'am. Uh-uh. Until they look up the rosters and say, ma'am, you are actually not a current student here. You have no ma'am. Mm-mm. I say I'm thinking about attending. Okay. I understand that. I received that. <laughs> so uh, if you want to get in the door. Because sometimes they be like, well, the dean not taking an appointment. So, like, no, I, I'm really thinking about attending this college. I, w- I really want to sit down with the dean. Like, can I get put on their, their calendar? Mm-hmm. And now since, since COVID, send me the link and I'll be on my computer waiting to talk with you. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. No, that's good feedback. All right. So for a person that's kind of in the teaching realm or kind of looking into getting into tutoring or anything really along these lines, what are two resources that you would recommend or just two resources that you really love that you've been kind of utilizing? Um, for one that her name is uh, Danny Babb and she has a resource on Facebook. It's called making a living teaching online. And she's amazing because she has all the resources of like, she helps you do your resume and yeah, you got to pay, but her resume actually gets you indoors, you know, and, and not just trying to do it yourself. Okay. And she has like all these like resources on what colleges are hiring and hmm. things like that. So I would definitely, she has a Facebook group. So that's one, that's really one of the main resources I use. Like if I'm like, man, I really want to get back into teaching and I want to go back to this, you know, whatever. Like I'll go see what she, you know, what she's talking about on there. 
And then it, it shows the resources of like other teachers and, you know, people just, you know, giving their feedback, like, well, what can I do better to improve the classroom experience? Like you talking with other instructors on there. So I think that's something definitely great that people should do. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And then is there something that you use to kind of keep you on schedule? I know basically you were saying you kind of get ahead. It sounds like you kind of have your dates planned out. Is there something that you use to kind of do that or? No, I have a good old, you know, planner. I brought a 2021 planner mm-hmm. and I write down my goals for the month and I write down, you know, what, what I got going on for the day and try to stick to it. Sometimes it's hard because things happen, but for the most part, I try to stick to the plan. And that's the email recruiting. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to succeed, you need to you need to write down what you're trying to do and how your day is going and what, what you're going to be doing from day to day. Because it's not as easy to lose track of time. Like, man, what did I do today? Mm-hmm. Or what did I not do that was urgent? And then you can kind of categorize into what's important, what's need to happen today to, man, this can really be done on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. this is not like life or death situation. No, that makes so sense. That's how I got it. And it helps me, you know, maintain everything that I need to do. You know, when I don't have my planner, like people are like, you available today? What? What are you talking about? Uh, look <laughs> at my calendar. My <laughs> right. All right. Well, T, I respect your time. You know, so I won't steal a ton of it. I would just ask two things. One, is there anything that you want to leave us with? And then two, if people want to catch up with you on socials, you know, where could they kind of follow along your journey? Uh, first and foremost, what I would recommend everybody, do not be afraid to network. Do not be afraid to put yourself out there. You need to believe in yourself. So if this is something you want to do, network, network, network. Like I said, you know, sometimes you got to make a way into a situation. You know, I didn't have any experience teaching at college level anything. Like I did some tutoring, but I went in there and I just told her what I do and just wowed her. And like, hey, I think I can help with this and do this, make the experience better. But like, you know, close mouths, don't get fed. And make sure you get into something that you like doing. Because then it's like, you already working full time and then you got to go to the second job that you hate. You're probably not going to be there long. And if you want to uh, follow me, my main page is one and only T underscore. So you can definitely follow me on Instagram. I do a lot of my posting on that. You know, my somewhere brand is called Shop Lutz Lens. You know, if you want to contact me about questions or anything, just hit me up on my main page and I'll be glad to give you any sort of feedback or point you in the right direction if I can't help. Oh, well, thank you so much, T. It was such a pleasure to hop on here and just kind of sit and have a glass of coffee and kind of catch up with you just to kind of get some background into what this teaching lane really looks like. It's such an interesting, you know, revenue source that I think really not a lot of us are thinking of at all. So it was, you know, really important to me to really just sit down with you because I think you embody truly what this entire podcast is about, you know, side hustle by serving. Yeah. I'm trying to, to be a, a multimillionaire in the next, you know, three years because What's next? Like, I want my kids to be straight. Amen to that. Well, like I said, thank you so much for joining me here today, Tila. Like I said, if you guys want to keep up with her, I will plug all that stuff in the show notes so people don't have to try to figure out, you know, try to rewind back to figure out what was your name and kind of what your social media plugs are because they will be in the notes. But that is all I have for you, T. It was such a pleasure. Love you, girl. Take care. Thank you.